0: Just let it go. It's easy. Just let it go. I should accept that. I should be grateful. Maybe I should just let it go. Has someone ever told you that? Have you told yourself that? Stop worrying about it. Your thoughts are your choice. Maybe you've wished that someone else would just let it go. Letting go, it's a powerful imperative. It's a powerful suggestion. There is a possibility that someone telling you or you telling yourself to let it go might trigger you to relax your body or it might shift your perspective in such a way that it permanently transforms you and resolves the stress that you're in. And maybe that's even happened to you before. And that's why we're attracted or that's why you're attracted to that kind of phrase. Or maybe you learned about someone's perspective about letting go and about how thoughts aren't real and how all of our suffering... Only exists in thought forms. So then you thought, well, maybe I should try to let it go. Or you had that experience where it resolves something. Letting go as a suggestion, it might cause just a small relaxation in your stories or a small relaxation in your muscles that just gives you that tiny bit more space in your cup to breathe and have more freedom to act. But without the right context, and most often, letting go is just another line in that bag of spiritual dogma that so many of us carry around. And spirituality is riddled with these kinds of teachings. It is what it is. Everything's working in your favor. You're exactly where you're meant to be. Only your mind is creating negativity. Actually, everything is perfect. And this, these are incredible teachings in the right context. Without the right context, it becomes spiritual dogma and it's dysfunctional. The right context is one where what is needed is a transformation of your perspective. Then the idea of it is what it is or everything's working in your favor, then it becomes functional because something shifts and it helps you to soften. But simple neuroscience shows us that you can't just drop a thought. You can't just drop or stop a pattern. Our thoughts and behaviors are there. The definition of them is that they function through neural pathways. And the part of you that's not a pattern, not a behavior... The conscious mind is very small. The part of you that thinks about improvements is very, very small and and wants to manage and make things better. Most of our system is about maintaining operations that have already been deemed appropriate and beneficial for our survival. So the part of you that says, just drop a thought just let it go is not the part of you that has the power to do that and this can be challenging for us if it if it turns from a helpful suggestion into something that either creates a pattern of not addressing the content of our experience, that which you're trying to let go of, not addressing that sufficiently. Or it might create this pattern of um, deficiency somehow. Why can't I let it go? I must not be spiritual enough. Look, here's another thing that's wrong with me. Look, this is how hard life is. And these are some of the most difficult patterns to live with one of the most painful thoughts and stories to run is that my life is hard that is that one's hard to deal with so how do we let go we we want to be able to let go of a thought and like i said before there it can trigger a relaxation in your body or a shift in your perspective in a way that permanently transforms you. Well, that's what we want. We want access to that. But remember, not always is what we need a shift in our perspective. Sometimes what we need is a relaxation and a space to have creativity, capacity to reorganize Sometimes we don't need to let go. We need to reorganize the content. And sometimes we need to let go of the content in order to reorganize the content. Sometimes we just need to let go. Sometimes we need to accept, which is like the opposite of letting go. It's like a filling inward. And I just caught myself saying, you know, accept is that. Everyone has different definitions for what letting go Acceptance, spirituality, um, re, you know, reorganizing the material, whatever normal people call that, dealing with, um, so dealing with the content instead of letting it go. I would, I, I just say that everyone has different definitions, but actually, that's the problem: is that we have a different soup of references for all of the spiritual sayings and instructions and that soupiness makes it challenging to find grounding and order consistency and stability a spiritual practice that we can rely on instead of one that we turn to helplessly and begging you know we're begging our spiritual practice for some results that's what happens when we have the soup. What we really need is clearer definitions, like when I'm telling myself and I'm beating myself, let this go, I just or I'm begging myself, please just let this go. What am I actually asking myself to do? If we don't have a reference point for what does let go mean? Our spiritual practice, you know, it lacks power then you know, this is the entire imperative of functional spirituality is to bring refinement. I mean, through the podcast, at least through these talks on the podcast, at least it's about refining our philosophical understanding, which will automatically bleed through into our behaviors and actions like the framework and understanding come first before healing before awakening, before cultivating anything. The framework needs to be there. Anything else that happens is a fluke. And because of the way our nervous system works, it won't land permanently. That is a myth about the graces and enlightenments that automatically bestow everything that we want without having you know an understanding of it and a practice towards it anything that we want to cultivate as an adult needs cultivation because the time when everything just landed in us as it arose and as it was suggested that was a time and that was from the years of 20 previously 20 years old to you know negative nine months and that time is gone anything you want to cultivate sustainably needs to needs to be cultivated and the first part of that is having an understanding so how do we let go how do we surrender the tension around the challenges that arise a challenging situation a stressful situation arises and along with that sometimes and you know to varying degrees but potentially a lot that challenging situation also triggers embedded challenge and trauma that's already inside of us so there's an extra layer of stress and that's really what we want to let go of and make space sometimes in my experience i've also let go of an entire narrative and that's made a massive space so you know there's all the way from one percent to a hundred percent letting go and it's it's all good. We, we do want to soften around our challenges. Letting go is good. Sometimes we also need to speed up and engage in a really strong and fiery way around our challenges. But in my experience, the settling and the softening comes first Because if we just speed up and heighten and push and, um, you know, press, push that big surge of energy through our challenges, um, cathartic approaches that without the containment, the safety, the presence, the tiniest bit of letting go and softening before that, in my experience and probably more in my rationalizing that doesn't set up as predictably the opportunity for a positive experience you know it might help energy move through but it also shows that there's a a general lack of presence so if we're present there's a if we have the capacity to be present we've trained ourselves to to be present in the moment. We know what that's like at least to wake up into the moment and and arrive and be conscious of the now and create a tiny space between what's happening and the present moment and yourself. What that does, that capacity helps you to choose what approach to take. Because we have so many suggestions. You should beat up a pillow. You should go for a run. You should journal. You should speak to a psych. You should do a yoga practice. You should meditate. There's so many things we can do. None of them are the right thing all the time. Some of them or one of them, like one of them, is the right thing to do in this context. And I'm happy to use the word right and wrong in relation to if it's getting you your desired outcome. If you want to feel resolved and you want to feel harmony, or if you want to find a creative solution, like whatever, whatever you want to get. And then if your approach supports you to achieve that, then it's the right approach, you know? There's these spiritual ideas that, you know, everything is right. And like, no matter what people are doing, it's perfect. No matter what, how you're showing up in your process, it's perfect. That is absolutely true in one context, in a context where everything is perfect, no matter what it is. And it is nothing really about your personal um, needs or personal journey then everything is perfect because everything is you know there is a context so there's a context for everything the, the first step to letting go is to give yourself that break to take a breath to be present and the next step is to understand and remember that your nervous system is complex and the only way to move forward successfully will be to tune into yourself The next step is to select a a positive thought, a positive behavior, some kind of spiritual practice that you think will support you to let go. And then step four is to be sensitive to see if that actually works. Step five is to reach out for support especially as you've come through step four and you're more grounded in your own process and won't get swayed by other people to reach out for some support that could even be your journal. It could be talking to someone and to, to allow yourself to kind of explain this journey about what's going on for you and what's working for you and what you feel like you're still missing. Because when there's something that you're trying to let go of, Your body is unconsciously holding on to something and that is not a rational thing. So we lose that linear way of thinking and we need that actually as well as the intuition and the attunement. You also need to think, hey, am I going in the right direction? what would be the best thing to do next and use the rationality and then go back into the yin and use your experience and see if it works. So, you know, all of this, the things that, you know, we share here, their practices, you know, you, you, you can't just listen to these podcasts and expect everything to work. You can just listen to these podcasts and expect the psychoeducation to move through you, reorganize your frameworks and motivate you to do practice. But eventually you actually have to have some kind of practice. You don't need to be sitting in an uncomfortable position. This can be done in bed, especially healing work and letting go work. You want to be comfortable and soft and holding your body in a way that says, I am safe before the doors to this work will ever open. We're not designed for wellness. We're designed for survival. There's nothing natural about doing a psychological process of healing and investigation on yourself. Yet that kind of work is what opens up the body's natural healing processes so there's an unnatural part where you have to cultivate this skill as an adult and then there's a natural part where it takes over for you and that's the that's the beautiful part about it so i think i mean there's a lot in there you know i'm talking i, I spoke about the um the relevancy of different kinds of spiritual teachings that in the right context they're supportive of transformation healing and harmony and in the wrong context they become dysfunctional and dogmatic lead to you know thinking that um, there's something wrong with you and that the work does you know why can't I do this work or it might make you neglect dealing with the content and Also a bit more about how letting go, it is so important to find a softness, a settledness amongst the really big challenges, massively important amongst the small challenges, so important. And then it's also like, it's got to be a part of your daily life that you're practicing settling and grounding yourself. And like I said, the psychoeducation, learning about how trauma and shame are essential and are at the root of any stressful challenge, understanding, learning about how troublesome thoughts and behaviors get conditioned into us and why, you know, bringing that objectivity and that change in perspective is the first step and is absolutely necessary for healing to start to build up that confidence inside yourself that, okay, I think I know how to do this. And you're deepening that knowledge even more. It's what grounds your practice and provides the scaffolding to go deeper. Knowledge and theory is so important in our practice. And if you haven't seen already, we have coming out in May or starting in May, it's already come out for, um, the details are out, the best psychoeducation program that I've ever created and also ever come across. And I've studied with, you know, some of the best somatic psychotherapy work i've worked with all different kinds of functional forms of movement and therapy and have been on a massive healing journey and obviously have been teaching this in, in in intensive environments like silent retreat and teacher training courses for the past seven years and teaching yoga for much longer than that and what i've found to be the absolute Absolute Jewels, I have consolidated into this program called Therapeutic Embodiment. And it's a facilitator training, but anyone looking to go on a deep personal development journey and also be mentored privately by me, I highly recommend to check out this program. I'm only going to run it once a year and it is only three months long and fully online. If you've never done an online course with me, the online trainings and the energy of these communities and containers that we create is amazing. So if you feel like jumping into a community, living from a way deeper place, landing deeper into your practice, then I welcome you to check out the details to that. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. I've got a bunch of really exciting topics coming up. Hope you've enjoyed this one and wishing you a great week until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Functional Spirituality Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe by pressing the plus button on iTunes or the following button on Spotify. This is going to ensure that this resource is available and top of mind when you most need it. So please subscribe now.